This is Anthony Johnson, defensive end, defensive tackle for the Seattle Dragons. Welcome to XFL Extra, the XFLboard.com podcast. Are you ready for some more XFL? Welcome back to XFL Extra, the podcast brought to you by XFLboard.com. I'm your host, Mark Nelson, and this is our 20th episode. In this episode, we will interview three XFL players, all currently participating in a combined XFL training camp in Houston. First, we've invited Seattle Dragons defensive end, defensive tackle, Anthony Johnson back to the podcast. We last spoke to Anthony back in October. And today we will get an update from the Dragons training camp. Then we will speak to two players who are brand new to the XFL. Wide receiver Dantez Bird of the Seattle Dragons. And running back James Butler of the Houston Roughnecks. Both of these players were brought into XFL training camps in the past two weeks. And both are trying to prove themselves so they may join their respective teams for the regular season. I call this podcast Final Hurdle. It's about players in an XFL training camp a training camp that they see as a final hurdle, a hurdle that may lead to a full-time opportunity to play the game that they love. There are 20 days until XFL kickoff. Let's get started. I'd like to welcome Anthony Johnson to the podcast. Anthony's been on our podcast before, and he's a defensive end with the Seattle Dragons of the XFL. Hello, Anthony. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's great to have you again. Uh, you're always welcome to come and talk to us and tell us about football. So how is Houston going? How's Houston treating you? Uh, Houston's pretty good, man. You know, uh, the dry air out here is a little bit different from what I'm used to. But uh, but other than that, you know, it's a beautiful city. Um, it's a beautiful place to be. So you, you're used to the weather in Florida. Is that what you're uh, getting at? Yeah, pretty much. You know, that. Down in Florida, it's, it's a lot of that moist air and uh, and everything. But out here, it's just a lot of this dry air. So it's just a little bit different for me. And, of course, in Seattle, it's it's another climate for you to get used to when you get back to Seattle, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, I think Tony was telling me that uh, it was snowing these past couple of days out there in Seattle or something like that. So something that we're going to uh, or I'm going to have to get used to. Yeah, hopefully the snow is all gone away by the time you get back there. I, I give you that. I hope that it's all gone. <laughs> Definitely. So now that you've been with the Dragons for a while, and you were on a mini camp with the Dragons in Seattle, but this training camp is different, isn't it? Uh, yes, sir, definitely. Um, it's definitely something that I'm not uh, too used to. You know, the last thing I've had something sort of similar to this was actually uh, back in high school. Um, you know, we had this camp that we'd always go to every summer um, that all the top teams in the state of Georgia would attend, and we'd just compete against each other. So it's quite different because there's a lot of footballers in Houston right now, isn't there? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's probably a lot of friendly faces as well. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I got to see a couple guys that, um, you know, I played with in college, um, some of the guys that I know through other people um, that I got to interact with, so that's pretty cool as well. 
Yeah, it sounds cool. Now, you guys, uh, the Dragons have already had a, a live scrimmage with another team. That uh, that happened earlier this week? Yes, sir. Which team were you guys uh, scrimmaging with? Uh, we uh, we have uh, scrimmaged against Dallas, and we have scrimmaged against Tampa. So is that a full contact scrimmage, or is there some restrictions? Uh, there there are some restrictions. Um, you know, where uh, they were all thug practices, so, you know, there was no uh, taking anybody to the ground and things like that. You know, we were just trying to keep each other healthy um, and just be smart about it um, so that everybody could get out of camp healthy. Yeah, that's really important, uh, I'm sure. Now, there's, uh, I think there's a, a more of a game scenario or a live game scenario uh, next week against uh, D.C. Defenders, isn't there? Uh, yes, sir, I believe so. We have it on Monday. I know that the ESPN crew will be out there. Uh, yeah, um, I'm yeah. not sure if it's going to be televised or not, but um, from what we were told, uh, the ESPN crew will be out there. Or my impression was that they were. it's a dress rehearsal. Yes, sir, pretty much. And it's going to be a full game. You, maybe you don't know, will it be contact, full contact in that game, sort of like an exhibition game? Uh, I'm not too positive on uh, all the details. Right. Okay. So some things need to be revealed or, or worked out yet. But I think the ESPN is uh, is trialing their production, and I think the referees will be trialing their production, and the, the sky judge, I think there's a sky judge that's going to be practicing and making sure they get it right because – for when the the games are live in the first week of February, right? Yes, sir. So your first your first game, the first real game of the Seattle Dragons, is the first game of the XFL, and it's in D.C. on February eighth, right? Yes, correct. So that's kind of exciting. You'll be playing in that first XFL game of the of the new league. Yes, um, yeah, like you said, um, it is a exciting feeling. Um, but, you know, right now, I think we're just focused on trying to get through camp, um, you know, trying to get everything finalized and get us ready for that game. So training camp is the most important thing to think about right now. And then in the future, there'll be even more exciting things to focus on. Yes, sir, definitely. How do you think the Seattle Dragons are going to do this year? You know, this is a great team. Everybody has came together pretty quick um, in just a short period of time. I'm excited to see where this team goes. You know, we have a great coaching staff around us, and we just have a lot of great veteran leadership on this team that's going to uh, get us to where we want to be. The Dragons coaches are impressing you and uh, so far? Uh, yeah, man, they're all great coaches. Um, you know, Coach, Coach uh, Lopez has a great mind. Um, you know, I, I, I love listening to him, and I love, you know, hearing the things that he has to say um, and just all of his concepts. And the same thing with uh, Coach Johnson. Um, you know, he's a great coach. Uh, he's helped me a lot with my game since I've been here, was just changing different things up on how I play. Um, and, you know, just playing for him, you know, I've gotten a lot better since I've been here. So your first official game will be on the 8th of uh, February, and it's kind of exciting that you're going to be on television. Yes, sir, definitely. Um, you know, it's always exciting to be able to play in front of, you know, your family, your friends. Um but, but like I always say, you know, I'm just grateful to be able to continue to play this game. You know, it's something that I love, um, something I'm passionate about. Whether it's, you know, playing at this level or playing at a different level, um, I'm just grateful to be able to be able to uh, continue to play. It's actually great to, to hear that you can uh, play the game that you love. Now, you've, uh, you've also been working uh, on the side. You've got a charity that you've been uh, promoting. Or have you been able to promote that in Seattle yet? 
Uh, not yet. Um, you know, um, I plan on getting with uh, Keith Curl, you know, our running back. Um, he has his own organization, um, his own uh, foundation that he has. And uh, I kind of wanted to sit down with him and pick at his brain a little bit about the things that he does. So that's something that, you know, I really want to get into and hopefully, you know, try and partner with him with uh, different kinds of things. Your charitable foundation is very important to you, and I think it's called the Gut Foundation. And yes. it's uh, for underprivileged children, is that right? Yeah, underprivileged children, um, at-risk kids, um, you know, just giving them the opportunity, uh, you know, the same different kinds of opportunities that I had. Well, it sounds like that's uh, something that's very important to you, and I look forward to hearing more about it in the future. So people can look up look up online, the Gut Foundation, or they can tweet at you. Your Twitter handle is at thegut91, and the gut is your nickname, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we talked about that the last time. <laughs> that was the nickname you were given in, co- in high school, right? In college, in college. Sorry, in college. Well, it's been nice talking with you, Anthony. I appreciate you taking the time for this call and, and catching us up on what's going on. Man, you know, as always, thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, our past interview was a great one. Um, and I always have a good time talking with you. So thank you again. Yeah, great. Yeah, so we'll, you know what? We'll do this again, Anthony. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir, definitely. I'd like to welcome Dante's Bird to the podcast. Dante's is a wide receiver that has just been added to the roster of the Seattle Dragons of the XFL. Welcome, Dantes. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well, and it's good to talk to you. And I'm sure it's an exciting time for you because you've just been signed by the Dragons, right? Yes, it is. It definitely has been a journey. Um, I just continue to stay ready and get ready for this moment. You're looking at this as a as an opportunity that you've been waiting for and hoping for. Uh, yes, sir, definitely. Definitely an opportunity I've been hoping for and definitely an opportunity that I've been wanting. Um, when they first had the draft, um, I just knew like I, the XFL is what I wanted to do. So whenever my name was going to get called or whenever I got that phone call, I was going to make sure I was ready to go. So you were staying ready and you had to keep promoting yourself or through your agents so that you could get a tryout. Did you get a tryout with the Dragons? Uh, no, sir. They called and signed me. Uh, they were confident in, in, in what you had for them and they just called and signed you? Yes, sir. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? Yes, sir. Very exciting. So you've been a footballer your whole life, haven't you? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I started playing football when I was about five and I kind of stayed with it all my career up until now. Yeah, so from a very young age, you knew you wanted to be a footballer. Uh, I did some research on you and I saw the uh, the letter you wrote to your mother when you were a young child. Yeah, when I was young, I had made her a promise that I was going to make sure I followed through with that, and I looked at it a lot. And um, it's crazy. When I was at the Falcons, I had forgot all about the letter. And she happened to just be cleaning out my old room because it was my first time being gone since college. And uh, she cleaned out my old room and sent me a picture of the letter. And um, I had posted it, and I didn't know it was going to blow up how it did. Yeah, mothers keep everything from their kids, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. and I, I saw that post, and it was a letter you wrote when you were young, and you and basically it said that you had just learned about uh, legacy, about what a legacy was in school, and you decided uh-huh. that you wanted your legacy to be someone who went against all odds and accomplished what you were put on earth to do, and that was yep. to play professional football. Yes, sir. And here you are. Yes, sir. 
So you uh, you played football throughout high school or grade school and high school in Louisville, Kentucky? Uh, yes, sir. I played football at Ballard High School and also played basketball while I was at Ballard High School as well. So you were an all-around athlete? Uh, yes, sir, I was. And after high school, you did not get an offer to play collegiate football, but you walked on at Louisville? Yes, sir, correct. And you played for Louisville for until uh, your sophomore season, and you uh, made a name for yourself on special teams. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. My first year there at Louisville, I had redshirted and then I played two years. Um, my redshirt year was under Charlie Strong, and my two active years was under Coach Petrino. Uh, he felt like I was contributing to the team on special teams, so he uh, gave me a scholarship and gave me a small role at receiver. But um, later, I talked with my family and thought that it was best that we went to another school where I could do more and um, basically be a returner, um, play receiver, get more more of a bigger role and more of a school that fit me. So I decided to go to Tennessee Tech. So you went to Tennessee Tech, and in your 2017 season, you had a great season. You caught 78 passes, and you just made it over 1,000 yards, 1,003 yards with six touchdowns. Yes, sir. It was a great year there. So you had a great year at Tennessee Tech, and then you uh, uh, went into the NFL draft, and like a lot of players, uh, your name wasn't called, right? Uh, Correct, very correct. But you kept going, and of course, uh, the Atlanta Falcons did sign you as an undrafted free agent, didn't they? Uh, yes, sir. And I reported to rookie minicamp and had to earn my way through that. So you played through the rookie minicamp and earned your way on the roster for the preseason, and then you played through the preseason with the Falcons, didn't you? Uh, yes, sir. I played in all four preseason games. Um, had three catches for 76 yards. Well, that must have been exciting. You must have learned a lot by uh, by being with the Falcons for that time. Yes, sir, definitely. I was able to play behind Mohamed um, Sanu and um, Hardy. So I, I learned a lot from the veteran guys like Julio, uh, Sanu, and Hardy. At the time, uh, Marvin Hall was there. He was kind of like a mentor to me as well with Mohamed Sanu. So it, it was good to come in and be around all those receivers that I looked up to uh, coming in college and having a chance to play with them in the NFL was pretty cool. And I uh, still use what they taught me today. So after the Falcons preseason, did they waive you or did you remain on their roster? Um, after the Falcons preseason, after the last cut, um, they waived me. Um, I didn't get picked up by anyone. Through that season, I did not receive any uh, tryouts from any other teams. Uh, had had switched agents during that time period which kind of threw me off a little bit. So I switched agents, and then around that time, the alliance of American football was starting up. So I thought that I would go to American alliance of American football and go there and kind of make my way back to the NFL. But I went there, um, suffered an ankle sprain, so I ended up missing about three games. So I played, played, I appeared in five of the eight games um, at the alliance league and, after that, just kind of just set out for a while and went to the spring league and was hoping to get into the XFL. And up until then, I had just been training. And a couple of days ago, I got signed with Seattle, and I was very happy. So you've been trying everything you can to get back into pro football, and you've been working hard. Yes, sir, I have. And your hard work finally paid off. 
Yes, sir. I'd like to congratulate you on that. Uh, uh, certainly, if it if it says anything to anybody that's in in that situation where they're looking for a football opportunity, uh, your answer is to keep trying and to keep uh, ready and ready to be ready to go, right? Yes, sir. Because you never know when that call will come. Um, I received a call. It's crazy because I received a call at eight thirty in the morning, and I was at a job interview. Um, it was actually my first job interview, and I just I had been waiting a while to play football, and I just decided I was going to get a job. And I received a call at 8:30 that morning while being at the job interview, and uh, left the job interview and went home and got packed up and got ready to go. So you were one one step away from uh, accepting a non-football job, or yes, interviewing sir. for one, possibly getting a yes, non-football sir. job. Yes, sir, I was. What kind of karma is it that you get that call just when you're ready to ready to get a, a regular career? Well, I feel like it was definitely in God's plans. Um, I could have been and uh, just gave up or stopped working, but through this whole long journey, I've stayed consistent with my workouts. So I never gave up. I still kept a positive attitude and just kept an attitude that I was going to be on the team pretty soon, no matter when it was. So I've been really consistent and going to that job interview was the first time I thought about having a job. So I went to the job interview and it happened to happen that I just get that phone call. So there's definitely a divine intervention that happened that day. Yes, sir. I, I say it's God's time. Yep. You know, that's a fantastic story. Yeah, it's a fantastic story. I'm sure you, I'm sure that story is uh, is something you're going to uh, talk about for a while. Now, you're with the Dragons now. Is it good to be in that training camp? Are you feeling good about it? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we had a scrimmage uh, yesterday against the Tampa Bay Vipers. Um, it was my first practice, so I only got a, a few limited reps. And today was an off day, so I'm kind of just like, anxious and eager to get on the field so tomorrow will be my first full practice and it's our team practice um i know we only got a couple practices left and a preseason game monday so i gotta get out there and get some good film on tape so i can make this roster so preseason game on monday and that's uh, against the team that you'll be meeting up with in the first week of the xfl right yes sir dc defenders with the D.C. Defenders, yes. Uh, now, that's an interesting game, you realize, because that's the first game of the new XFL. Yes, sir. Yep, with a kickoff. It would be exciting to be playing in that game on ABC television, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Yes, I would definitely love that opportunity. I hope the opportunity uh, continues for you, and I hope you get that opportunity to continue on with your professional career with the XFL. Thanks, I appreciate it. So people can follow you by on Twitter, uh, and your Twitter handle is at SpeedyBird, at underscore S-P-E-E-D-Y-B-Y-R-D. Is that right? Yes, sir, it is. And you do uh, you do tweet on uh, a lot on SpeedyBird. I know that for a fact. So people follow you, they, they'll hear about you and hear about how you're doing. Now, I just want to go back uh, one second. There's one thing I, I, I wanted to remind you of. As uh, back when uh, the news was out, the XFL news, and there was just rumors that players would not play because they thought the the wages were too low for XFL. You sent XFL board a message and you said, I will play for free. I just need an opportunity. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I do. 
luckily for you, you finally got the opportunity and you won't have to play for free. Yes, sir. I agree. But also I feel like also feel like if money is what drives people with football, then they shouldn't be playing. I, I play – it goes back to the letter that I wrote. I, I know my why and why I'm playing football when I'm out there. So money is the least of my concerns when I'm on the football field. So for the love of the game. Yes, sir. Definitely for the love of the game. And you're a wide receiver, so uh, the, your favorite uh, moment in the game is is going out wide and catching the long pass for the touchdown, right? Yes, sir. Especially from Brandon Silvers, who I got to play with at Memphis uh, Express. So you're a fan of Brandon Silvers? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Me and him got a, have a great connection. And you're a fan of him connecting with you on the wide side of the field, right? Yes, sir. Definitely. Or in the middle, of course. Well, it's nice talking with you. I'm, I'm glad we finally had this opportunity to talk, and I, and I wish you the best of health in uh, the training camp and uh, in the upcoming season with the Seattle Dragons. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'd like to welcome James Butler to the podcast. James is a running back with the Houston Roughnecks of the XFL. Welcome, James. How you doing? I'm great. So how was Houston for you? I actually really enjoy Houston. It's actually kind of taking me by surprise. I've always, I've actually always thought like I wanted to move to Texas one day, but I never really had an opportunity to, to actually live there. So now it's kind of, kind of gives me that opportunity. So not, not only are you in the combined XFL training camp in Houston, you're also on the roster of the Houston Roughnecks, aren't you? Yes, sir. Uh, you were recently picked up by Houston, right? Yes. Did you work out for Houston, or did they just call you and uh, and ask you to join them? Uh, they they called me. So through your agent, uh, the arrangements were made for them to pick you up uh, and bring you in. Yeah, sir. Was that a big surprise when you, when you got the call? Um, kind of. I was I was going to play the waiting game with the NFL because I I had a I had just finished a workout with the Packers. And that's when the Houston had called me. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to wait around for another for another workout from the NFL team or, you know, take matters into my own hands. So that's when I decided to go to Houston. So you decided to take matters in your own hand and go to Houston and play the XFL season yes, and, and get some time on the field with the XFL. Exactly. Well, it sounds like a good decision in some ways. Well, we'll see how that works out. So you're you're brand new to Houston because you grew up and you're you're actually from Illinois, aren't you? Yes. Your hometown is Wheaton, Illinois, and that's it's very close to Chicago, isn't it? Uh huh. So I noticed when uh, when you were picked up by Houston, Pat Calcagno tweeted, "Congratulations to you, a former St. Francis football player." So that's someone from your old high school, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my mentors from my old high school. I play I play with his son. Actually, Mr. Calcagno has even let me help uh, coach my old high school. Like at St. Francis, I was, when I when I wasn't with the team before I got picked up by the Raiders, I was actually help coach my my old high school cross-off team, the running backs. And actually, they actually, they actually did pretty well. He got you to go back and help coach the team. That's pretty. That's that must have been a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool to coach to coach those guys, and I'm really proud of the those running backs. I know they're going to be really good one day. Yeah, it's fun to see uh, young guys learning how to uh, play football the same way you did. Like you see yourself. Yeah, in exactly. 
sir. So after your experience with St. Francis uh, High School in uh, Wheaton, you uh, got picked up uh, by Nevada. Oh, yeah, I played in college at Nevada in Iowa. So you played in Nevada for uh, two years? Three years. Three years, sorry. And yes, then – and uh, – you did well there, and you were the team's outstanding offensive player in 2016. And yes. then in 2017, you went to University of Iowa Hawkeyes. Yes, sir. And you rushed 91 times for 396 yards with the Hawkeyes. Yes. And then after that, you went undrafted, but you were picked up by the Oakland Raiders, right? Yes, sir. So how long were you with the Raiders? I was with the Raiders the last two years. And you got experience, lots of experience with the Raiders. And how was your time there? It was fun. I loved it. I love that organization. I love everybody there. I learned a lot from all those guys. You know, I was, you know, learned from guys like Marshawn Lynch, you know, DeAndre Washington, Jalen Richard. So I learned from a lot of guys there. So it was a good experience for you. Yeah, it was great. Right. And then I guess they waved you last last spring, and then you actually joined the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the Canadian League, right? <laughs> yeah, I was I was in Canada for a little bit. Right, but you you went back to the Raiders. The Raiders called you back, right? Yes, sir. And so you returned to the Raiders, and I'm yes. assuming they waived you again because you ended up uh, on the, <laughs> yeah. you ended up being uh, in the XFL, right? Yeah, I've been I've been cut four times by the same team. They cut you four times. Four times. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, every everybody's story is different. But they must like you because they keep bringing you back. Yeah, exactly. So, got to be doing something right. Yeah, there's something right going on there. But it it just goes to show how hard it is to break into the NFL, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's, it's, I, I like to, I like to call it like a fraternity. You know, it's so hard to really get in, but. Once you're in, you kind of just bounce around until you find somewhere that really that really fits you, there, where it really sticks. So it is a lot like a fraternity, right? You you have a hard time getting in, but exactly once you're in, you're one of the brothers. Is that how it works? Exactly. Yeah, once you're in, you kind of you stay at this place for a little while, then maybe you go to this place, and then maybe it's your third or fourth place that's where you know you really cling to. So it's 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 definitely a, a journey for sure, but. You gotta love the game. It's it, so you gotta know it's a business. You can't take anything personal. You know, as you can see, I didn't. I never burned any bridges. That's why you know. You see, the Raiders keep calling me back. They still like you. Well, hope, hopefully, the uh, Houston Roughnecks will like you just as much now. And uh, yes, sir. Uh, the notice I received was that you were attached to the Roughnecks on the eighth uh, of January, which is last just a week ago. So. Uh-huh. Uh, you were at home when you got the call. Is that how it works? So it was crazy. I was I was in Green Bay when I got the call, and I was like in the Green Bay airport, and they they were like, "Can we get you on a flight tomorrow?" And I wasn't even back in Chicago yet, but yeah, so I was I was I was kind of home. You had a workout with Green Bay when you got the call. Yes, sir. You had just finished the workout. Uh huh. And then the XFL called. Yes. And you answered the call. Yes, sir. Well, okay. So Green Bay is uh, probably still interested in you, in you then, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the XFL season's going to go until April. 
that I'm assuming yes. you're going to be looking for uh, some opportunities in, in maybe in the NFL then? Yeah, God willing. Wherever, wherever you can play football, you're going to do it. I'm assuming that's the story, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm willing to go anywhere. I'm not I'm not picky. I've always been a guy that I would just pick up and go. You know, I'm always sad. I got to leave my dog Snoop behind, but you know, he'll be okay. He'll always be there when I get back. Yeah, I guess family and the and the dog will have to wait uh, while you uh, live out your football dream, right? <laughs> exactly. So, what was your first impression with the Roughnecks when you joined the Roughnecks? Uh, I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a different offense. It, it reminded me a lot of. Uh, my offense, I ran that data. It's like a true spread offense, so I think that's awesome. You know, talking to Coach West, and he was just saying it's not a where you, you know, you're not going to see a lot of eight, nine man boxes, and it's kind of offense. And that's, you know, I've gotten so used to that, you know, playing at Iowa and playing at the Raiders, you know, very, you know, run heavy, run first team. And this, I would say, is a, a, a pass first team, but, you know, it incorporates a lot of the run. So I like it, you know, it's different. It really utilizes the running back talents, you know, to be able to, to pass protect, to run the ball and to catch the ball out of the backfield, to, to get the ball in space and to do what you can do. Well, it sounds like you're really enjoying, starting to enjoy the the way the football team is operating then. Yes, yeah, for sure. Coach, coach June is, is awesome, really takes care of it. He's a player's coach, right? Yeah, 100%, for sure. Well, that's good. It's good to have that for you. Yes, sir. So this training camp is all about getting to learn the uh for you it's about getting to learn the offensive system and getting to getting to know the team, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And making the team, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, of course, I guess you have to make the make the team uh, there and the yes, uh, you'll find that out uh sometime next week, I I think, right? Yeah, I believe. I don't know. I know I keep saying uh, like a preseason game, I believe. And then the cut down days, like the next day, and the training camp ends on the twenty. It ends on the twenty second, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it's coming up. That's all we know. So you've got a a, a preseason game or basically a test game uh, against uh, LA next week, right? Yes, sir. And this is going to be uh, like a dry run for the opening game, which will be uh, at Houston on Saturday night, Saturday the eighth of Feb. Yes. And your biggest motivation right now is to make the roster. Yes, sir. Well, I hope that happens for you. I hope, uh, and I know uh, it sounds like you're just enjoying uh, being in the in a football organization where you can show off your skills. And yeah, exactly. I really hope you make the roster, and I hope to see you on the field on the uh, the first game for the Houston Roughnecks. Sir, I appreciate it. Or, or any roster, honestly. Well, that's you true, know. isn't it? Yeah. Well, I wish you all the best and good health and uh, good football. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time. No, actually, I appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you took you took away my words. I was going to say that to you. Oh, really? You know, maybe, maybe, maybe I should co-host. I've always wanted to be on a podcast or start a podcast, but I always thought I had nothing to say. Well, it's it's easier if you have a co-host, and uh, then you can play off each other, and you can have like exactly. a, you can have a banter going. Uh huh. Well, yeah. you're doing it by yourself, so obviously you're doing something right. That's awesome. Well, that's, you know what I have to say it's 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 not that hard to be a podcaster, but it helps to have someone to talk to. Uh, I find yeah. 
for sure. A lot of folks, they have the podcast where they talk on their own. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, that's tough. You definitely got to have an a, a open personality for, for a podcast where you just talk with yourself. I would think so, yeah, but I don't have that. But so I, that's why I interview people <laughs> like you. That's why I get people like you sure. to come on and, and I get, and I ask you uh, simple questions and, and we have a good time. And it's, I'm exactly. sure it's, it's far more interesting. Yeah. And we, and we make each other look good. That's right. That's what it's all about. Sure. Well, it's nice to talk to you and nice to talk to you about podcasting. You're, uh, you sound like a, you sound like a smart <laughs> young man. It. If I ever start a podcast, I will make sure to shout you out. For the motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Shout me out. You invite me on. I'll come on. Invite you on the show. Exactly. All that. All the perks. You can ask me questions. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's nice talking right. with you, James. I appreciate it. We'll see you on the field. Sounds good. Thanks again to our guests, Anthony Johnson, Dantes Bird, and James Butler. Again, I wish you all the best of health and the hope that you are empowered to show your football skills in the upcoming XFL season. I hope you enjoyed today's interviews. You're welcome to come back next Sunday, where we will have more guests and more XFL. Until next time, this was your host, Mark Nelson, and I hope you enjoyed XFL Extra, the XFLboard.com podcast. <laughs>